nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. So how's everything been going? Pretty good. Not too bad. I told you the last time we talked, I told you that I was starting my new skincare stuff. It's been going pretty good. I will say I can fully, fully recommend, uh, recommend Good Molecules Discoloration Serum. It's a gem. I've been trying it on my little spots. I told you I've been working on my hyperpigmentation and um, the same little spots because I got I get hormonal acne. So my same little spots I've been like just watching them to see. And I've only been using it two weeks and I haven't even been consistent. And I can see that they are lightning. So they're going away. So I can definitely recommend that stuff. It's great. It's gold. I love it. What about yourself? Go ahead and log in and buy that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing much at all. Just work, board, that's all. I thought I would be like bored working from home, but I really am. Like, I don't know. Haven't went back to the office yet? No, I'm like forever remote. Oh, you're forever remote? Yeah. So like my new job, it's 100% remote position. So, yeah. Well, you know me. You know I love a good remote job. So I ain't <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like the flexibility of it, but it's like. I don't know. Some about the office I kind of miss. Just like the people that I like. But this is also a new job, so. That's good. (laughs) All righty. Well, let us go ahead and jump into this week's hot topics because it's been a minute since we've been uh, since we've been potting. It's been about a week or two. I don't know. Something like that. Anywho. Um, but I think we got all, looking at our topics, I feel like all of these are very recent, like this ish. So I think we're okay. Let's start with sad news so we can kind of knock that out really quickly. Colin Powell, the first, wasn't he the first black secretary of state? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I was like, let me make sure that the right that I had right. <laughs> Passed away at the age of 85 from complications from covid Prayers and condolences, first and foremost, to his family, um, to his children, his wife. I think they said they were married for like 40 something years. So, I mean, they had a very long life together. Um, They said in his last interview, he pretty much was like, hey, listen, don't don't pout for me or don't cry for me. Um, You know, I've lived for 85 years, you know, 80 something years now. It was bound that I would, you know, get sick at some point. Um, Because he was, as people, if people didn't know, he was battling cancer as well as Parkinson's disease. And then, um, unfortunately, he contracted COVID. And that pretty much with all the things that was going on in his body, that pretty much is what caused him to pass away. But nonetheless, I mean, he lived a long life, did a lot of um, great things. He was a wonderful soldier, secretary of state, definitely climbed the political ladder. So you know, mm-hmm. condolences to his friends and family. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, definitely sad. 
I don't know. Like, I know he's like older, but it's just like one of those things like, damn, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, again, this is just me, my COVID rant. I don't like that they disclose. Like, I feel like your vaccination status should be private. Like, I know his family probably wanted to put that out there like he was vaccinated, but I feel like it should be kept private. It's no one's business. And I don't think it should be like a point to make like, oh, he was vaccinated or he wasn't, you know, vaccinated. Like, it's a loss, like a life loss. At that point, it kind of doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, you knew that was going to, you know, they're going to do that. They, it's, it's the media. That's the whole buzz thing now about, vaccinations no vaccinations like regardless they you know the media does not give a crap about life even though they pretend to it's all just political fodder for them to kind of fight over so and that's exactly what they turned it into they turned it into another debate about vaccinations when it should have just been about a man who you know accomplished tons of amazing things in his life he passed away you know what I mean yeah and that's how it sounds like this was just so horrible. And then, of course, you had people that took it. It was like, oh, you can die with the vaccine. Uh, duh. <laughs> like, right. <that's> not nice. <laughs> but not only that, but I mean, like, you have to think about he was they they say they even say when you go. But see, that tells you that people don't read, because if you read the paper, it even says if you are amino, uh, immunocompromised elderly, the vaccine is less effective for you. So he yeah. was both elderly and uh, immunocompromised like i you see i anyway i, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to go on no cobra rant. i don't want to spend that time on that but nonetheless <laughs> uh prayers and condolences to his family um in that in that regard let's jump to happier news the NBA season kicked off last night we had the rematch of the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets was a really good game, as well as the Lakers kicked off their season against the Warriors. Also a really, really good game. I'm just happy basketball is back. I thoroughly enjoy NBA season. Um, the WNBA season this year was really, really good. Salute to the Chicago Sky. They also just won the their very first WNBA title. Big, 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 big round of applause for Candace Parker. Um, it was her inaugural season as uh, playing for the Chicago Sky. Um, she decided to come back, you know, for years and years she had been playing for the the Sparks, but she decided to come back and play. She wanted to play in her hometown, so she played in the Chicago Sky, and they won for her first season, so congrats to them. Yeah. yeah, it was dope. It was good to see. Let me see what else. Oh, and white folks news, if you guys care. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. I like Travis, so and Courtney is probably one of the only Kardashians I can tolerate. So yeah. <laughs> um, there are people dying. <laughs> <laughs> so um, congrats to them. I will say, I will say the pictures like that proposal was gorgeous yes like if if somebody proposed to me that way um hint hint um I'm, <laughs> I'm totally for it it was on a beat it's, except I would want it to be a, just a little bit more private like not all the 
you know, the hoops and hollering and stuff like that. But on the beach, under the, you know, under the, with the waves and all the beautiful flowers and how he had it arranged in like that little tea cake. That was so cute. I was like, hello, that's what it is. That really was like, and it's like, I'm happy for her because I feel like she is really one of the only genuine Kardashians. <laughs> like, I guess as genuine as can be. I just, I don't know. It's just they, like their exes. They're more authentic to who they really were. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think he's good for her. She's good for him. She seems like very happy. And I know people were like, you know, the whole little meme came out about what one won't do, another one will. And people like, y'all trying to act like Scott didn't propose to her. I'm like, there's a difference. I'm like, Scott was a raging fucking alcoholic. And it don't look like he ever changed. Like, I watched the first episodes when they first, you know, came on TV. I'm like, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't a good person. I think she just had one child by him. And instead of spreading her children out all over the place, she just said, fuck it. I want more kids. Rich people do what rich people do. And I'm going to get them all in one place. I can't knock her for that. Right. And I also don't knock her for not marrying him. I'm like. Scott was real live at her with girls half her age. Like, sir, no. Exactly. People act like Scott was a prize or something. Like, <laughs> out here. He was an act, like you said, he was an addict. Plus, he was cheating. Like, I mean, why would she marry his ass? Like, no. She made the she clearly made the right decision for her. Yeah, and it's crazy because you see, like, they're both of them, like Scott. That whole little message where he sent Courtney's ex was like in the middle of Italy, man. Really, I'm like, it was a kiss. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and then like Travis Barker, his ex like wiped her, like saying that she's going some spiritual cleansing. And I'm like, bro, y'all have been like not together for a while. What? What is it? Because I just don't get it. I'm like. Y'all just gonna ruin a happy moment for them with y'all bullshit. Like, listen, his ex wife, I'm so confused by because they literally have been divorced for over 10 years. Like, sis, if you ain't moved on by now, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, goddamn, over 10 years, my girl. Like, come on. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. Because obviously he has, he, they both, like I said, they seem happy. She seems happy. I mean, yeah. And it's like, I think they're just in a good place. They're both older, mature. Um, They've had their kids. Like, I mean, at this point, it's like they just live in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As parents raising their kids who are in love. You know what I mean? Like, I salute that. They found love on their terms, so. So I think, yeah, I think that's all of the good news. Yeah. All right. So the mess, the rest is just kind of messy stuff. Let's start quickly because I don't want to spend too much time on this. So Facebook apparently is rebranding. They're going to probably in the rebrand. They're thinking about doing a name change. We'll probably will do a name change. I mean, at this point, I don't see the point. Because, I mean, we all know Facebook is Facebook. Like, I don't see the point in the name change. 
But I guess um, according to everything, what's his face? Mark Zuckerberg, he's really focused on creating his metaverse. And so that's why he wants to change the name. But I honestly think it probably has a lot more to do with all the controversy around them. What are your thoughts? I definitely think like, I don't know. Like, I feel like at this point with the rebranding, if you're not going to change your policies, I don't really care. Like, like, <laughs> and I'm like, what else would it be other than Facebook? Like, it's one of those things, like, I feel like with any social media platform that is as big as it is, there's no way for you to go at this point because it's like, what would you change it to? Like, it's Facebook and it's always going to be Facebook. Yeah. Like, and I do think, like, I agree with you just because y'all are in trouble. Um, I think it's like one of those things with like FedEx and Federal Express. Like, right. You just got in trouble and you decided to do, you know, rebranding or branch off. But I don't know. I just really don't see you like, what are you going to do? Like, say, if you're not going in a different direction of, hey, I'm not going to, you know, allow misinformation, racism, transphobia. If you're going to allow it, then I feel like you just let it stay as it is. Like, I can't imagine. I don't know. It just, like, what are you going to do? Maybe, I don't know. I wonder if they're maybe going to, like, try to, you know what I'm saying? Because I think, because as we talked about this the last time when we talked about the whole Facebook thing, how they are literally, all of their apps are literally at the very bottom amongst the young crowd, young demographic. So mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, and uh, WhatsApp are th- th- at, at the, in, in terms of social media rankings, they're towards the very bottom um, among the teenage, young, younger generation, younger demographic. So I wonder if maybe they're going to try to tailor younger to compete with like TikTok and Snapchat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it, I definitely think it's going that way because if you notice, they've started adding the reels and shit. And I'm like, I hate this shit. Like if I want to watch it, I'll just go to TikTok, but I don't want to watch it. And then you can't even view the comments on Facebook. You got to log into Instagram. I'm like, why is this here? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where, I mean, it's probably as good as it's going to get at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Unless they just decide to do like a complete, like, combo and just combine them all and do away with having all three different platforms but i feel like that would be a fucking disaster yeah and i can't imagine them combining whatsapp because it's like most like it's a messaging service i don't know but that mm, my husband probably so disappointed but anywho because <laughs> um, he was like i can do whatsapp but i'm not doing facebook but i don't know i can't imagine i don't know it's going to be interesting to see. Now, I do, I can see an Instagram, Facebook, like, combination. Because oh, I feel like it's happening. Um, because I feel like it's the same. It's just, you can't post gifts on Instagram. That's about it. Pretty much. Yeah. And not only that, like, I mean, I guess the difference, in, in my opinion, is one is just more picture-based. And then Facebook is really more... I would say, I guess, speech-based, you know what I mean? Because you have like your news feed and all that stuff. Whereas with Instagram, you're really mostly pushed to do pictures. Whereas with, I would say with Facebook, you're 
you have that where you're mostly, you know, pushed to share your opinions, I guess, or to t- share your day or whatever the hell goes in your little news feed, you know, more than pictures, I would say. Yeah. So who well, knows? The decreased attitude. I don't know. Hmm. But I really feel like it's because <laughs> they get in trouble. That's it. Yeah. And we'll see how they decide to regulate. I don't know, because I really don't know. Like I said, I don't know how how you're going to regulate and and even attempt to compete. Like all the young people say they prefer TikTok anyway. They feel like it's more free. It's less toxic, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, when I go and look on TikTok, I'm like, y'all really have the same shit. It's just shorter videos. So like the video span is shorter and not only that, but like, I mean, like all I, 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 I just be seeing pull, people pull like TikTok videos and I'd be like, so y'all don't think that shit toxic? Like, <laughs> and this, like I can't deal with the toxic because I'm like, people post a lot of bullshit on TikTok. Like I just say a lot of bullshit. Like, That's what I'm saying. So I'm like. It's toxic on all of these shit. So what are right. we <laughs> like? Maybe it's just a shorter like clip of being toxic, but the shit is still the fucking same. Like, I would actually probably say TikTok is a little worse. I don't know. I think it's like a a mesh between TikTok and Black Twitter. Like, cause some of the shit that I've seen people post on their about their ex- life experiences, I'm like, girl, you lying, you lying, wait. Listen, because I saw one, I was like, the person they posted on Facebook, I was like, girl, ain't nobody getting no like that. That's a lie. She was like, boop, posted the videos. I'm like, right. Girl, I see see one girl on TikTok. She posted that she saw her boyfriend Googling that um, how to poison somebody. And I'm just like, I had so many. I was like, so he's still your man. You didn't leave. You didn't call the police. Like, Like, I'm like. I don't understand. Why did you post this? <laughs> Listen, the one that I saw was like, this girl came home, caught her boyfriend in, the bed a, in their bed with another woman. She told him to pack his stuff, get out. She left, went back to work, got off of work, went to his friend's house. They went back to her house to quote unquote talk, had sex in the same bed. She took him back, he moved back in. They was getting put out. He said he was going back to his mama house. He wasn't giving her no money towards rent, but then she went through his phone and he was sending women forty dollars for nudes that he never got. Whoa. I'm like, ma'am, you <laughs> like when somebody wrote, I was like, girl, didn't nobody do nothing like that. That's just stupid. And then the girl she had posted the TikTok of the girl saying her experience. I'm like, so did it? It didn't register the first time. Like, don't do. And then you went six women the same. He just had said, "Girl, I would have burnt dead him." Okay, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just I just want to know how how it's less toxic because I don't. Ugh. And Snapchat ain't no better neither. Premium snaps. Okay, listen, a mess. Nonetheless, all right. Let's jump into more mess. We've got Netflix walkout. So, um. We all know that there was a whole controversy surrounding Dave Chappelle's final comedy special or his last comedy special, The Closer. He, if you follow the the couple he's done, he's made some jokes about the LBGTQ 
IA plus community as well as um, the transgender community in this one. Apparently, I haven't watched it yet, so um, I, I I'm gonna full disclosure haven't watched it yet so this is just off of what i've read apparently he was talking about making more transgender jokes about transgenders in the um in this in this one in this special and then so the transgender community or i guess there's some transgender people who work at netflix they stormed one of the meetings got put out and then they scheduled a walkout of work today in protest of him still being of the special still being up there what are your thoughts? And I haven't watched it. I haven't watched his last couple of specials. I don't like Dave Chappelle's stand-up. I know. I like his television show, but I'm not a fan of his stand-up. So, yeah, there's that. I mean, I definitely, I feel like it's one of those things I can't tell people how to feel from what the Netflix executive said. They're not taking it off. And I feel like, I can't say when you just stand up, but I definitely feel like maybe for y'all voice to be heard and for it not to get this far, it should have been like two stand ups ago that you said, okay, listen, enough is enough. Because I feel like people are going to keep pushing, keep pushing until you eventually break. And then at that point, it's like almost too late. And he does say things that I feel like people want to say, but it's like, oh, he gets a pass because it's, he's a comedian. Like I, yeah. I mean, like I said, I just still go back. To, I can't tell people how to feel if they should be offended or not because it's them and their story and their life. Um, I don't like the conversation, I guess, around the whole thing of they include tra- like trans people can't be black. You know, like it's a whole different. I don't know. Like if you're talking, I feel like if you're talking about white lbgtqia community then that's what you should have explicitly said right because when you speak about black trans people they are oppressed in many different ways you're saying like oh gay people get this done and trans people get this done and you can't offend them and it's like bro are you real life looking at the statistics of how many black trans women are being murdered daily right so I'm like, when you say that, like oppression and you, you know, like you going at it is like, oh, they're separate. I'm like, you have like trans people that are not heard, that do not have, you know, the same access even to health care or if they want to have surgery or just things of that nature that are literally on the streets or, you know, like I just, that, that's one of my biggest things when they talk about it. It's like, they try to separate it like, oh, well, they have, you know, more rights than us. And if they make a loud enough noise, then you get fired, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, are you looking at the Black trans person that is experiencing it on all fucking fronts? Right. You know, so that's like one of my biggest issues with what I've heard, the commentary and all of that is like, that there's a segregation of like, oh, Black LBT, you know, DT community, they have all these rights and they're just getting away with it and you can't say anything. We're like, no, that's not true. Right, right. There is definitely a distinction. Yeah. So that's my big takeaway. I felt like if you're talking about, you know, want to make a comparison or something like that, then I definitely think that the distinction should be made. And I also think it's one of those things of, 
when it comes down to like black people and every like I don't really think the comparison should be made because I feel like 100% is they go hard no matter how much you want to be like no 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 they go hard they literally elect officials based on what they want to do like they put their money behind causes that benefit them like I can't knock it and that's one of those things that we need to take. If, oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm going to do this, but if you don't do it, then you don't get my money. I'm not electing you. I'm like, bro, we got some Democrats that's been sitting in office for a long ass fucking time that ain't did nothing for black people. Ain't did shit. And we continue to vote for them over and over and over and over again. So if you don't come to the, the table, okay, yeah, you got an agenda, I'll give you a chance. And we're going to give you a chance at low level. I'm like, y'all looking like these people be going for these people when they be like city council and they are ready to make the little changes in the city and then they go okay you make the changes in the city now you could be a state representative right it's not like oh, okay they just hop on state like you showing that okay i'm an effective leader i'm putting you know you first or is a priority i'm not gonna say first it's a priority I'm like, I feel like that's a strategy that we should take. But okay, listen, if you can't do what you're supposed to do as a city councilman, no, you can't be a state representative. No, you can't be in the city. No, you can't be part of Congress. No, you shouldn't be the president. And it's period. Right. Or vice president. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. I would just say with the with the the Dave Chappelle special. So I did watch the the ones before this one. So I just haven't watched this one yet. I did watch the ones before. And I mean, he does make some he does make some jokes uh at the expense of the LGBT LBGTQIA+ community. And and you know, he does make some some jokes at but I mean, he makes jokes at the expense of everybody i would say also he makes jokes at the expense of transgenders he makes jokes at the expense of black folks white folks i mean for the most part i'm with you though i feel like we we have to get out of this notion of we have to get out of this notion of telling other people what to be offended by you know what i mean like i even seen some some black gays say well i wasn't offended but i'm like but are you transgender though are you a black transgender woman? You know what I mean? Are you a transgender woman of color? Like how how your experience is different. Like a a black a black gay's experience is going to be different than a black transgender's experience. We've seen that. Like we see it daily. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um and and vice versa um and and as you pointed out the demographics show that in even in the LBG uh, community, even in their whole community, there's a separation of race as well. So we all we've it, we've always seen that that white gays have always kind of been at the forefront. They push for, and and they can be racist as well towards black gays. We've seen that. Right. So I think that you have to to make that distinction. And I think that as comedians, if you're going to toe that line. And I, I and I don't want to get in the path of where we feel like we have to censor everybody, but I feel like if you're gonna toe that line, then you also have to take into account those different demographics. You have to remember that when you're taking shots at that community, you're also taking shots at black gays, black trans, black. You know what I mean? 
that people who are within our community, other black folks are also part of that community. So when you take shots at them, you are taking shots at other black folks in our community. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. But again, I haven't heard it. Um, Like I said, all I, all I, all I have seen from the reviews is they say that it's a story. It, so he starts off telling a story about um, how he originally felt about transgenders, befriended a transgender comedian. Um, she was opening up for him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she ended up committing suicide. Um, he's now taking care of her, you know, providing money to pay for her kids, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, apparently they say like when it comes to the end, it's a journey saying that how he misses his friend. He's sad. And da, 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 I don't know. But I, I probably gave a shit, uh, horrible description of it. But but they say that he comes from, he goes from like, I don't know, I guess being an asshole and then coming to a realization, a place of love, and then ultimately saying he will no longer tell those jokes, tell any more jokes about the trans community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, based on what he's learned and all of that. Don't know again, because I haven't seen it, but that's what they say it, it boils down to. And that's why I guess they're saying that Netflix is standing so hard on it because Netflix feels like if you watch the whole thing, then you'll get it, you'll understand it, you'll get the meaning. But again, like you said, and like I said, and like so many other people have said, at the same time, again, we cannot tell trans people how to feel. If the jokes are about them, we can't tell them how to feel. It's the same way that as Black folks, when we see people doing some shit, a lot of people be like, oh, y'all being too sensitive. But no, you can't tell me what to be offended by and what not to be. Right. So... I don't know. This my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead. Before we jump into the um, assault, uh, the woman who was sexually assaulted on the Philly train, let's go ahead and talk, do this Lizzo topic really quickly. So Lizzo has been in the news um, lately again. After Cardi B had a, a Caribbean-themed party, Lizzo showed up in um, a see-through dress, very reminiscent of the same type of dress that Rihanna wore. Was it two, three, a couple of years ago to the um, CFDA Awards where she was winning the Fashion Icon Award? People have been going ham, hard, trashing Lizzo for her appearance, for her look. And then you've seen some people defending it, obviously comparing it to the Rihanna dress saying, what's the difference? Um, and then Lizzo, she she has gotten online, showed her complete whole butt, complete ass <laughs> online. Um, I I don't know. What are your thoughts on the whole thing? <laughs> I hate that it turns into fat phobia. Like some of it is. I will say 90% of the conversation is like, no lie. But I don't, I feel like she is. I know the last time she cried because she was saying, oh, they call her a mini. But I feel like she's putting on like a minstrel show. Like, seriously, you get on the internet and pull down your pants and show your naked ass. Like, it gives me mm, like something Lena Dunham or whatever her name would do. You know, like horrible white feminism. Like, that's what it gives me. I didn't like the dress. And I feel like people like, oh, Rihanna didn't get it. Oh, Rihanna can't flag for that dress. 
Like, I don't know if people, I'm like, she got flack for the dress. I feel like it looked good on Rihanna. And the reason why I say that is it was tailored to her body. Lizzo looked like she put on a big ass shirt, sparkly t-shirt. It had no shape to it, nothing. I didn't like it. And it has nothing to do with her size. It's just the way that she would, it didn't look good on her. That's just it. Like, and I'm like, I feel like with her, be like, boo-boo, what you mad about? You ain't gonna always be a hit to everybody. And somebody put another picture of what she had on, like, a little sheer outfit. She had on bra and panties. And it, I mean, she looked perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. But that outfit, it went it. And then the fact of it is, it's like, bro, your titties long. Put on a bra. I don't care how we feel about, oh, that's a natural one. Yeah, it's a natural woman body. But put on a bra. Period. That's it. So that's my take on it. I felt like she could have did better. She had access to too many fucking designers. I would have been mad at the designer would send me something like that. I'm like, it had no shape to it. Nothing. It was just a long ass gown. That's it. I feel like she could have still been half naked and still looked good, still been dance hall worthy without showing up like that. So for me, like, I guess I wasn't like as shocked because I mean, Lizzo gonna do what Lizzo gonna do. I mean, she showed up to a Laker game with her cheeks out. So, like, I just feel like Lizzo gonna do what she gonna do. So, I didn't see, like, what the big hoopla was. I will say that I don't, like, I get, I get, like, the, I get people throwing the comparison to the Rihanna dress because, only because of the simple fact that, because, I mean, we have to, I feel like we have, oh, I hate to say this, but we have to have a serious talk about how there are certain black women that like y'all put on the utmost pedestal to tear down other black women. And like, I feel like those same black women, like Rihanna's, the Beyonce's, like if they met y'all in real life, they would slap y'all in y'all face and be like, don't be using me as a tool to tear down other women. Like that shit's trash. Like they wouldn't be for it. But and I feel like y'all do that a lot with Rihanna. Like y'all will use Rihanna as like a way to be like, well, yeah, of course everybody liked Rihanna. And I mean, look at Rihanna's body. I mean, she's Rihanna. She's gorgeous. Her eyes, her body's perfect, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, stop using her as like this, you know, this way to tear down Lizzo and her confidence and her as a woman you know what I mean like I don't like that that's something I don't like because I mean the comparison is valid I mean they were similar dresses in the sense of they both were see-through dresses where they was ass naked underneath um I think Rihanna had on draws and I don't know maybe Lizzo did or didn't I don't know I wasn't really looking that close to it you know what I'm saying but nonetheless whatever I will say um I can't say anything about the boobies because baby I these days it be it be it be uh, um it be difficult to get my ass in a bra because baby y'all don't let me get comfortable and I have to wear one shit it be it be, it be difficult to get me in one these days and if I do um, one I'd be like what a comfortable sports bra is. yeah that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying and so that's why like I I can't be like if she was gonna wear that be like damn because I that's probably why I wouldn't choose nothing see through because like that would mean I'd be like damn I probably got to put on the real bra. <laughs> I can't throw a sports problem. Man, fuck that. I ain't gonna do this. I ain't gonna do it. So 
So, I mean, but none, nonetheless, so that's why I'm like, I can't really not cry on that. And I'm not going to judge that girl's body, you know, like, let her do what she going to do. I, like I said, I'm not shocked anymore by her. But, I mean, she showed up to the Lakers game with her cheeks out. So, like, I, to me, I'm like, well, shit, that's what shock, uh, more shocking than this. Like, a see-through dress to somebody's birthday party, which honestly wouldn't even have been shown if she would, if, you know. Yeah. If if Cardi would have did like the Jays and the Beyonces and be like no cameras and shit like that, but you know that's not her speed. But you get what I'm saying. So like I'm not yeah. definitely not gonna judge what the fuck she wore to Cardi B birthday party. Like come on y'all, y'all doing the extra most most. Like let that girl live. Y'all know she a little sensitive, even though she tried she tried to 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 hold it in. But y'all know she's sensitive. Leave that girl alone. Let her live. Let her embrace herself love her body how she want to show off her body how she want to she ain't hurt nobody now i will say though the whole the when she got on the internet and just pulled her pants in i was like now lizzo baby baby that was the definition of doing too much yeah definition of doing too much like she could have easily just said to him gave him the finger and like kiss my ass you ain't had to pull the pants like it was dramatic like she pulled her pants down and I was just like, baby, don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I don't know. Like I said, I I definitely I felt with everything you like. Stop comparing Rihanna. And I just feel like, I don't know. I still feel like it wasn't. Like, I get the comparison, but it's like they're two different body types, too. So everything is not gone. But I definitely think, like, had she had it tailored to her body, maybe like how Rihanna's was. I don't know. Just didn't like it. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't like the ass that one. Either. I agree. I mean, I think that we all, you know, we can all, we all know that everybody's body is going to be different or whatever like that. And like you said, everybody gonna have a hit or miss that they not gonna that people ain't gonna be like, nah, that ain't it. But I just, I, I just feel like I do not, I, I can't stand when they take somebody like the Rihannas. Beyonce's or whatever and try to use them as a way to tear down another black woman and you and we always see it's always all but Rihanna's perfect Rihanna's so gorgeous she's sexy blah 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 and then y'all tear into everybody else's body or they face or this or that and I don't like that shit and I guarantee that if you talk to Rihanna and she'd probably be like no nah, I don't like that shit neither like stop doing it so I don't know definitely I'm like yeah I just, I don't know. I just want her to stop getting on the internet ranting and raving. Like, but listen, that's like, I that I would say that to all celebrities. Like, yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I mean, I know we live in a different world now, and, and you got the access to be able to, uh, you know, entertain, you know, uh, be engaging with your fans and all that. And salute to the ones who do it. But I would also say, like, I could never imagine being rich as fuck living being able to you know what i mean not have to worry about where my next meal gonna come from what next bill gonna get paid, how the bills gonna get paid um you know what i mean like be able to buy whatever i want go go wherever i want you know being doing the career or the job of my dreams and being paid beautifully handsomely wonderfully top-notch money for it like i couldn't imagine then turning around and letting something some negative ass shit by somebody who's clearly miserable upset me in the comments like that that shit wouldn't even 
you know what I'm saying? My gears. Like, even and if it did, all I'm going to do is, you know what? Hide my ass off the internet and go sit on somebody's island and mind my business for a while and be like, bitch, I just sat on the island. Like, I'm good. Like, you, I just can't. I can't fathom that mindset at all. But so my advice to y'all is just hop off the damn internet and go sit on somebody's island for a little bit. And what's crazy? You just got to stand there and that's what you want. I want the word, and that's it. That's it, exactly. That's it. Stand in your shit, man. If you gonna do it, do it. Nonetheless, um, you know we love Lizzo. Good vibes her way and all that. And please leave that girl alone, no, y'all, for real. Last thing we want to see is somebody out here having mental breakdowns and shit, like, cause y'all will put some of y'all will push some folks to 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 break down out here. Y'all be trying. So leave that girl alone. Lastly, let's jump into this last hot topic. Um, there was a sexual assault of a woman on a Philly train, right? Yep. Obviously, no one called the police. Um, there were a lot of people that recorded the incident. And the police are saying that, well, they did catch the rapist, which is a good thing. And this is allegedly. They caught the alleged rapist. And they're thinking about seeking charges or they're saying they're going to seek charges against the people that were just bystanding. Just reporting um, it. Yep. So I don't feel bad for the bystanders being charged. I'm like, bro, at the very least, y'all could have called the police. Like, at the very least. Exactly. Like, that's 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 crazy to me to think that you would be on a train seeing something like that happen and the only thing you would do is pull out your phone like you wouldn't like try to t- pull the person off of them you wouldn't like you said at the very least call the police like if you're on the subway train run up to the to the 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 person who's driving it the driver and be like hey somebody's being assaulted on this do something you know call somebody do something stop the train something like that's crazy and that's why I understand. I was like, I don't, maybe it's just me, but I was like, I don't think that I could stand by and watch someone be assaulted like that. And you're in a train full of people. And I'm pretty sure once the first person did something, that probably would have scared them away because it's like, okay, if this person stood up more than likely somebody else is going to stand up. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm like, we we can't be this horrible as a society. Like, I want to think that every day event, it just, people would just be like, hold my fucking beer. Let me show you how horrible person that I could be. Like, it never would have done on me. Let me take out my phone and record it. Like, I definitely would have been like, okay, let me call the police. And I'm putting the police on speakerphone and I would have took a picture of him, but I would have never recorded that sexual assault. Right. Crazy, crazy. Like I, 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 some most of the times I don't agree with the whole. A lot of the decisions that the police make, um, I don't agree with a lot of things in terms of policing. Um, I definitely think that that system is corrupt and needs to be um, fixed, replaced, better. But um, in this instance, I don't, I don't disagree um, necessarily with the people who are just bystanders recording being charged because. Like you said, at the very least, even if you were scared, oh, uh, what if he has a gun or what if he's going to attack me? At the very least, if you could pull out your phone to record it, you could have pulled out your phone to call the cops. It, it, it sounds like, how do you 
and I'm pretty sure like just the terror that was probably in her like I just I don't know I just can't cannot and that's what I always try to tell like my husband as well it's a lot of stuff that I don't watch on tv because Mm -hmm. I always want to be sensitized to it like I always want to be like feel something like I don't watch people being hurt. I don't watch death like that. I don't like gory stuff. Like it's just some things that I don't ever want to become desensitized to, and like murder, rape, all it. It's just I can't, I don't yeah. yeah. And there's a reason, like you know, and people always like, well, you know, if we don't see it, we don't know. And I'm like, no, there's a reason why. Like even in child pornography cases. They only show those images for a very split second to the jury, just so you'll get know that hey, this person did this. They don't overload them with images of it because they don't want you to become desensitized to it. Like it's horrible. Exactly. But I, I think as a society as well, it's like, bro, y'all gotta like put like ingesting stuff. We have so much information that's available. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. That would just be one of my things. It's like. I'm just ingesting stuff just to be like, oh, I need to know, like, read about it and move on. Very true. We don't need to see videos of everything. Oh, all right. So that is our last hot topic for this week. Let's go ahead and move into the relationship portion of the show. Alrighty. I didn't have necessarily a relationship question. It's more of just the open topic, I guess you can say. But my question is, what was the first hip hop song you learned all the words to? Salt and Pepper Shoot. Oh, yeah. That's a hard one, though. Like, and I can, oh, this is just me. I, I hope I don't lose my black carpet. I do not know, like, I know the chorus. I just never sat down to, like, learn the words. And I like the song. And when I see people, like, rhyme, uh, like, rap into it, I'm like, I don't know the words. It don't sit well with me. I'm mean, just one of my things. I'm <laughs> well, <laughs> like, to be fair, to be fair, I am a hardcore Salt and Pepper fan. Like I used to want to be the whole entire group. Like I wanted to be Salt and Pepper. So, <laughs> in fairness, I could probably quote a lot of Salt and Pepper to you, just because, like I said, I wanted to be like they were when I was like discovering hip-hop and rap like salt and pepper was it for me like i wanted to be them in every aspect of the word so but what about yourself mine was look kim well let's see some look kim crush on you like boy <laughs> listen you couldn't tell me nothing and I wasn't even like one of those people like, oh, I'm singing both parts. I used to be waiting on Lil' Kim parts to come through. And when I think about it, I'm like, bro, that song came out in 1996. I was 10. I had no business. Right. <laughs> singing Crush on You. Listen, I was singing it. <laughs> listen, that's, a, that's the exact truth. Like, I, I think that like when we think about it, We've all had no business listening to half the stuff we was listening. Like now, as an adult, when I listen to um, even TLC's "Creep," I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's what this song was." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like I was so stupid when I was young. 
But um, but yeah, like that's the truth. Like, Shoop came out in '93, girl. I was barely. I shouldn't even have been listening to rap music. So I'm not even gonna tell you how old I was in '93. But um, yeah, I shouldn't even. Have listener, she's younger than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't even have been listening to rap music. But, but I, like I said, I just want it to be, and I think that that's what they mean by like representation because like I just saw these gorgeous black women on stage. They was like rapping and they was fire as fuck. And I just wanted to be them. So, <laughs> but nonetheless. All right. So, my relationship question this week is do you have to like or get along with your significant other's friends for the relationship to be successful I I want to say no but in heart to heart I would say yes um especially when it comes down to like best friends and they've been best friends a long time because I think it puts them in a position of you have to choose um and full transparency like I well have not had have a friend when I say I hated her boyfriend like I hated him the only thing that I would do when I went to their house would be like I maybe spoke sometimes and then I just stopped going over all together because I'm like I detest him that much and like now talking about it, she's no longer unless she was like, it was so uncomfortable to be in that position of you didn't like him and then he didn't like me for whatever reason. And I'm like, so I I don't think it, the relationship would last unless that person say, okay, hey, I'm going to pick. I think it puts them in a position, like I said, to choose. And some people might pick their partner and say, okay, well, you know, this is the person that I'm going with, but I feel like it's just a awkward situation to put that person in. Like, but I definitely think I would want to be with someone that my friends like and vice versa. So. Okay. How about yourself? So on my end, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm on the fence on it. Right. So I feel like, you can make a relationship work, but I feel like it would just be so fucking tough and so like just a lot of stress and a lot, you know what I mean? To the point where I think that under normal circumstances, unless it's like love, love, like yo forever, I feel like more than likely most people would just let it go because they would buckle under all of the stress and pressure of it because like you said there it comes to the whole like if you you know they don't get along then you have to do separate things like maybe they can't be in the same place um so I may have to do like a special girls night with my girls and then have this situation just with my man and and that like it it would be too it'd be a lot you'd be feel like you're pulled in so many different two different directions now if if they're both super important to you, and again, like I said, if you're sure forever, then you'll figure it out and you'll make it work. Um, I've seen people do it, but they are some strong ass people. And like I said, it takes a lot of planning. But for most people, like I said, they'll just buckle under it. And I think it might for me in my situation, I'm with you. Like I would want my friends to like the person I'm with, or at the very least, be able to tolerate them enough to where 
everybody like if we have a function everybody can at least be cordial smile get along like that type of thing like y'all ain't gotta be the bestest of friends but like at least be able to be cordial in the same room and not have like a hate a detest for each other you know yeah as i try i was like okay i'm gonna be at least nice and i'm like no he doesn't deserve it no i don't like him <laughs> but like, it was like Oh, you want to fake it no more? I just don't like you, bro. <laughs> and you know what? I don't like you. And it um, also, it also is hard because, like, a lot of the time, you have to think like what we use our friends for, right? A lot of times we vent to our friends about shit that's going on with our significant others, so we make it so, you know, we don't. The, our friends might not like that person because you didn't. If you gonna tell me yo, he out here cheating on you and doing all this stuff like that, then I'm a when I see him, I'm gonna be like, man, I don't really like this dude. Like, he ain't really doing her right. But I'm gonna be a good friend and try to support her through it. Right. Good. Like, I, and that's exactly like, <laughs> I don't really fuck with you, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> on the children's birthday party, I was like, I just used to like clinch my job, like, this gas motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. But yeah, we wanna hear you guys' thoughts. We'll probably post, even though we haven't posted in a good ass minute on the on our Instagram, because as you guys know, or if you don't know, we're kind of in the middle of doing some rebranding. So we want to hear from you guys, though. We'll either post it on the on Instagram or on the website or something. Let us know what's the first hip hop song that you ever, you know, um, learned the lyrics to, as well as do you feel like your relationship can survive if you don't get along with your significant others? friends all right so that is it for relationships this week let's go ahead and move into new books tv music any reviews for this week so nothing really like major i did catch up on love after lockdown i was majorly behind like major behind it's just tom like just foolery like i would say this as far as trash TV, that's probably the lowest of the low. But mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's a train wreck. So you, it's like one of those things. It's like you can't look away because it's so horrible. You're like, I can't believe people actually do this shit. But I mean, if you have time and you want to watch some bullshit or something just to keep you entertained throughout the day, definitely check it out. Not yeah. Um, and I recently watched a doc uh, documentary. It was short on YouTube, only 30 minutes. And I feel like the lady that did it, she covers missing people. Um, well, missing girls. And the one episode that I watched was on Relisha Rudd. Very horrific. She's still missing. Um, just horrible. Like, it's one of those things where... I don't, I know we talked about it. I don't know if you watched it, but the Gabriel Fernandez case, the abuse wasn't as extensive, but the case, it drew out the same emotion for me where it's just like, I cried. It's, it's like, what makes people do this to fucking children? Like, even as a parent, like, bro, why did you do this to your child? Like, just to put it out there, mom was on drugs, abusive met some man at a homeless shelter that was the janitor 
let the man take her daughter. At first, it was under the guise of, oh, she's going to play with my granddaughters. At first, it was a couple of hours. A couple of hours turned into days. Days turned into weekend. Weekends turned into week. She missed school. School eventually alerted the, you know, child protective services. And that's how, like, it just started to unravel from there. Like, this girl had been missing for... I think she the last time somebody saw her was the end of February and the school notified DCFS or something like that at the first beginning of March which had been like a week or two at that point she did not have an amber alert the end of March wow after the man had already killed his wife oh god so it's like that's another thing that's really hurtful is like you it constantly plays into how black women black girls are treated especially when they're missing you know it's like oh she's just a runaway or i'm not i'm just not gonna do an envelope until the last minute and of course this man killed himself there's no and you know of course the notion is at this point he killed himself she still hasn't turned up more than likely you know, she probably made the same demise as his wife. But that's just one of the things that I want to highlight. If you have time, you can definitely check it out. I just searched on just her name on YouTube because I saw someone discussing it on Facebook. They were on, like, her family was, like, on the Steve Wilco show, which I feel like is bullshit. You know, like, it's, yeah, I don't like his show at all. Because, like I said, because I feel like it's bullshit. But definitely, like, a beautiful, sweet girl. Her teachers all said, like, good things about Even if her teachers said bad things about her, I don't care. It was a child. She definitely did not deserve that. Her mother failed her. The system failed her. Her school failed her. Even though they reported, I feel like they waited too late because the mother kept saying, like, oh, she's under doctor's care. She's under doctor's care. No one reached out to the doctor to make sure it was a real fucking doctor. Right. The man was not a fucking real doctor. Like... No one got paperwork, made sure that the paperwork was turned in, that it was legit. Valid. Like, when you think about, like, the stuff that you have to do for medical leave at work or to prove your absence at work, it's like, you can't just, you can go in and take them a doctor's note, but if it's for an extended absence, no, we're going to send it, fax it to the doctor. Don't worry about it. And then the doctor's going to fix it, so we make sure that it's from a doctor's office. Yeah, and it just exposes, like, the girl was in D.C., and of course, I learned like we all saw like you know the, all the missing girls from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, but it did show like girls from age eight to twelve are more likely to be sex trafficked in D.C. area. It's a big you know sex trafficking location as well, which I don't believe, but I didn't know, so they kind of confirmed it well. And I, I don't know, it just sucks that the age like eight to twelve, like bro, that's really. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot to take in. We have so many issues going on in this country. There's just a lot to take in. Oh. Anything else? Nope, that is all for me. All right. So on my end, the only thing new that I have that I checked out this week, actually, like right before we were recording this podcast, I checked it out on Hulu, the first episode of Queens. Um, that's the show with Brandy, Eve, Notori Naughton, and uh, I think it's Julissa something. I don't know. Shit, I'm sorry um, that I don't know the Puerto Rican lady's name. I apologize. Um, but 
I don't know her name right now. But nonetheless, so I checked it out. Um, I will say, I don't want to give it like a heavy critique because it was just the first episode. Um, I'm still going to watch it um, throughout the season to support it. Got to support my girls because, you know, I love me some Eve. But um, I will say right now, like, is get I'm in the middle. I will say that the good, the good of it is I, um, I like the cast. I like that they all have storylines that are independent of them, you know, being a rap group and, and it all kind of adds up to the whole rap group storyline and all that. The bad is that I just don't believe them as rappers with the exception of Eve. I just don't believe them as rappers. The acting is a little bit cringe. I'm sorry. Like I love Brandy to death, but Brandy just, she give like in the, in the show, it's like, she's trying to play hard. And I'm just like, nah, like all I see is Alicia trying to play hard. Like I can't, I don't. And like, we know in real life that Brandy have like an edge to her, I guess, as, as people say, but I just, I don't like watching it on TV. Like, no, it don't give to me. And then like when the Tory not and like we saw you play one of the sexiest, iconic women in um, Notorious being Little Kim. And it's like in this, she's not given sexy at all. So I don't know. Um, It's just I just don't believe them as rappers. And I feel like Eve is so much like an iconic rapper. Like so when she's in the group, like even her her flow is just gives rapper. And like, I know Brandy worked with rappers to try to get it and all. It's just, yeah. And not only that, and then my, this, this is my only critique that I'm just, I just don't understand. They rap names are horrible. Like I was like, I know this is a television show, but y'all could have kept it real. Cause they rap <laughs> names are horrible. Like Brandy's rap name in the show is explicit lyric. I said, okay. <laughs> And I'm just like, I, I, who, whose rap name would be explicit lyrics, y'all? Like, come on, come on. Eve's rap name in the show is Professor Set. Like, I, come on, y'all, y'all, like, come on, y'all know as well as I do. For real? Them some horrible rap names. So I don't know. But so far, like I said, I'm middle of the road, but I'm going to keep watching it. I'm going to support the girls. I feel like the storyline, the underlying storylines, though, are really good. Like, I like Eve's storyline. It's probably the most down-to-earth or relatable. Um, it's a woman. She gave up her career for husband, kids, and, you know, he ends up cheating. And now she's, like, trying to rediscover herself outside of her relationship, outside of her being a wife, outside of being a mom, and getting back to herself and her career. Um, Notori Nottin's character, she is a closeted lesbian who's married Deacon's daughter. She's a devout Catholic and she finally decides to come out. Brandy's a bad mom and she is uh, fame hungry and digmatized. So, I mean, like they got good stories going. So hopefully, like I said, throughout the season, it'll build up and everything will pick up. I think maybe the first the first episode, because they were trying to show like flashbacks of why the group, you know, of the group starting out and why it broke up and then to present day. So maybe the pacing too was a little bit off. And I think that as they move to everything being in the present tense and all that, maybe it'll all get a little bit better. But nonetheless, like I said, I'm gonna keep watching it and and see how it goes the rest of the season. I'm 
I want to start watching it. So this is gonna be my rotation. I got so much to catch up on. Girl, just wait to watch it on Hulu. I would say, <laughs> um, because it comes on on Tuesday nights, and like I don't, I don't even know what I watch on Tuesday nights, or if I even watch anything. I probably be sleep um before I go to the gym. But it come on like Tuesday at I think at like nine o'clock or something like that. Most time. Mm. I don't catch it. So I'm a, most of the time when I'm talking about these shows, y'all I catch them the next day on Hulu <laughs> while, I'm, <laughs> while I'm working. So, but yeah, so I would say just check it out on Hulu and, and see what you, I would like to hear your thoughts on it though. Cause I, I, I feel like you're going to have some funny thoughts on it as well. That's <laughs> the rap names. Listen, girl, explicit lyrics. I'm I, like, when they, when they popped that up, I said, now listen, they could have gave Brandy a better rap name than that. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just used her, rec- her regular name. Yeah. Regular name. It still would have been better than Exactly. All right. So that is it for me in terms of uh, books, music, TV, and reviews. And I know you said that we're not, uh, you didn't have a rent this week, and then we're going to do some changes to that in the upcoming weeks. So I am then going to go ahead and jump into the nerd moment of the week. This week is pretty DC heavy because over the weekend was DC fandom. We got the first pictures of Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, Catwoman in the Batman movie. She looked gorgeous per usual. I'm still not sold. I'm sorry on Robert Pattinson. I know that a lot of y'all like, y'all think it's going to be the greatest movie um, that DC has put out in years and blah, 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 blah. But I'm just... I'm not sold on Robert Pattinson yet. I just, I I haven't seen it yet. He doesn't give me Bruce Wayne, but again, I'm going to hold it until, um, until I see the movie. But Zoe, she gives, she gives Catwoman. She looks gorgeous. She looks sexy. Like she gives Catwoman. So I'm mm-hmm. digging Zoe as Catwoman. Um, we also got the first look at the Black Adam suit. We also got the first look at Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren in Shazam Fury of the Gods. They looked good, by the way. Lucy look Lucy Liu looks gorgeous. It's been a while since I've seen her in the movie. She looks good in that little preview. Um, we also got the first look at the Flash movie, as well as the Peacemaker TV series. Both look interesting. I'm not, eh, I'm not super sold on Peacemaker yet, but John Zena can, he does comedy pretty decently. So I may check it out because it seems like it's leaning more comedy heavy. So I may check it out as well. I don't know. Also, we got yesterday, we got a look at the Arrowverse Flash's Armageddon, tra- Armageddon trailer. So it's the first season eight of the Flash is kicking off with that five part Armageddon special. So we got the first look at that. It looks really good in, in terms of that. And lastly, we have um, in the Marvel world, Marvel has pushed back all of its upcoming films, including Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, all of the ones that are kind of slated to be released in 2022 have been pushed back later, and some of them have even been pushed back to 2023. The only two that we know are still standing on the dates that are coming out are The Eternals, um, which is supposed to be coming out next month, and then Spider-Man is coming out in December. So those dates have not changed. They're both still coming out. 
in um, the Eternals and Spider-Man, but everything else has been pushed back on the Marvel schedule. So we'll see how all of that goes. And oh, and last, I just want to let everybody know that woman on the CW has started again their new season. Please um, watch, support, support, support. They really are trying to get my girl uh, Javicia Leslie up out of here as Batwoman. She is the a black black woman. The show itself has a lot of black, um, Latina, Asian, super diverse cast. A lot of them are at the forefront, and they are really trying to get that show up out of here. The little fanboys are really trying to get get the like I said they're trying to get that show canceled and up out of here so support 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 um even if you watch it next day on the app or whatever just support the show and that is it for me in the nerd moment of the week anything else on your end Fallon DM nothing else for me all right so then per usual we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show again huge 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 shout out to Turks and Caicos we just got I got something from Apple today saying that for the past 30 days, we have been in you guys' top 10 in Turks and Caicos. So huge support. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show out there. We appreciate it. And hopefully here in the U.S., we can start cracking up that list as well. And uh, yeah, thank you guys and have a good night. Good night. Bye.